Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey! What are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead. We're back with the Luke and Pete show. It's a Thursday. I love a Thursday because it's next to Friday. And Friday, I get that Friday Friday feel. I get very excited. Noddy Holder at the start there. Uh, it's sort of, yeah. I think you've stumbled Why upon an impression. Noddy Holder do a summer song. It's summertime smash. Do it again. It's summer! It's not bad. Yeah. It's better than your it's been. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, what would you, what would Noddy Holder possibly be celebrating? It's Whitson! <laughs> <laughs> What do you reckon? He could do schools out, couldn't he? Alice schools Cooper's out, schools, Alice schools out. out school, yeah, but we've only got on. schools out. That's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. We've talked about um, Noddy Holder and his Christmas song. I think mm. him and Roy Wood, is it? The guy from Wizard? Yeah. I wish it could be Christmas every like, day. Yeah, yeah. What is it? Three, four hundred thousand pounds a year each? It's not bad. It's not it's, bad. However, listen, which way you slice it. It's not bad when you consider that back in the day, they probably had a few beers, a few jars, yeah. and they probably thought, let's do a Christmas let's song. Let's do a Christmas song. And we'll never have to work again. It wasn't Roy Wood in ELO? Uh, it's possible. I think was he might it, be right. He, there, yeah. So, I mean, he's probably absolutely coining it in because ELO. Were, I mean, Mr. Blue Sky in like after uh, what was that film? Uh, I'm not sure what film it's part of. Um, oh, uh, Eternal Sunshine, Kraken. Oh, it's a brilliant movie, beautiful film. It's absolutely um, brilliant. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah. It obviously had a bit of a re a re upping at that point, and you sort of you can't really sort of go a few days without hearing it. Really, mm. fascinating. So he he apparently uh, founded ELO while he was in the move with Jeff Lynne. Right, okay. And you said that I look like, which is disappointing. <laughs> Did I? I don't think I've ever said that. When I had curly hair and a big beard. I think Possibly. You like Jeff Lynne. You, you've commented that on God, one of my um, Instagram cannot posts. Believe, I cannot believe uh, it, it cut so deep. So I don't, I don't know if he was... Um, I don't know if he was around when they did Mr. Blue Sky, though. Right, sure. okay. I think it might be a bit later on. I'm not sure, though. I'm not, I wasn't expecting to talk about Roy Wood today, so I can't <laughs> tell you. My, my knowledge isn't brilliant. But anyway, this is the Luke and Pete Show. Um, I'll do a couple of bits of admin before we start, I think, this time around. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is the place to email us in anything you want to know. Ask us any questions, any topics you want us to talk about. Maybe just email in with a word in the subject, and we'll 
talk about that word. Yeah. And we won't know what it is until we're in it. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that next week. Okay. At Luke and Pete Show is the Twitter and the Instagram, which is manned expertly by our friend and producer Rory, who's um, still on his holidays, the little bastard. He's not little, actually. He's massive. Massive. Um, do you, mate? He could do, actually. Three-story Rory, we call him, don't we? <laughs> um, Peter, what's been going on? What You said earlier that you're a big fan of Thursdays. You're looking forward to Friday because it's a Thursday. Good for you. Mm, what's going on? fan. What has been going on in my life? Do you, do you regret the shout that you thought that Jack Asher would an Oscar? No. You're doubling think, down no, on I'm that. doubling down on it. I yeah. think it's great. People getting it sitting in exploding musical chairs. <laughs> Wee man getting pro- propelled over a thing. Did you see Wee man at the wrestling? Oh, it was good. No, what happened? He he, he picked up um, uh, Sami Zayn and sort of body slammed him. It was like Hulk versus Andre back in WrestleMania two. Very nice. With his pythons. Very but, nice. Um, yeah, it was astonishing. People ask us a lot of questions about Stack and how it works, and you've just mentioned Wrestle Me there. Mm. I'll tell you how it works. Pete does loads of podcasts. Yeah, and then we make money off them. <laughs> Can we monetize my illness? Somehow? Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, I, I've, oh, I tell you what, you need to watch an Apple TV show called Severance. Severance. Is that the theme show? It sounds crap. <laughs> yeah. I've not oh. got Apple TV. It's the one that's, it's one of the few streaming services that neither my Wi Fi have access to has discovered yet that she needs and that I haven't, I don't really know how to do it. How neither do you even I, do neither it? Neither I, mate. I'll download them. Just download them, mate. Just download them sometimes. But you know how to. <sighs> How would I even get to Apple TV? Um, it'll be, there'll be an app on your. Tele. Have you got a smart telly? Yeah, got a couple of them, brother. <laughs> well, just install the app, mate. I, t- I put a big smart TV in the spare room so I could play PUBG, didn't I? You didn't need. To, you didn't need to be smart, did it? Just get a monitor. Get a big curved no, monitor no, for, to 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 gank your your your. What's well, not gank? What's it called? It when you frag to frag some to frag some noobs. Where's the word gank come from? I don't know. So I had a monitor for PUBG. Yeah, but it it wasn't big enough for me to be able to do what I need to do <laughs> I need a big screen to be able to spot people in the spot distance oh okay right yeah. so a big TV works much better so you need high refresh rate 120 hertz you need yeah. um, 4k display yeah all that good stuff <laughs> but the one thing I do find about my TV I've got a TV from LG and I've always used LG in the past not, I'm not mm. saying this for any sponsorship reasons no. this is an organic mention for LG I've always used their TV ubiquitous aren't they LG like they're, they I don't know what they did them and Samsung in like about 10 years ago just really flooded the market with affordable Affordable screens. This is LG I've got. It's the very first LG I've ever had where the screen uh, burns into the screen. Oh, burned in? Yeah. Oh, how did it get on? Huh? That's really interesting. It doesn't last for that long. But if I, say for example, I'm watching an iPlayer show on it, All I right. pause it, and I go and get a cup of tea, I come back, yeah. I press play, and the, the bar is still up there. Interesting. Not sure. I thought that only happened with like plasma TVs. It only happened with uh, CRTs. Used to be if you were in like a betting shop, they'd always like be the yeah. thirteen forty from Airdoc burned in on the yeah. bottom of the screen. Yeah. But um, you don't see it quite as often uh, nowadays. People are concerned about absolute heads are, are absolutely concerned about um, their one thousand pound telly uh, burning in. There was a guy who kept his um, LED AMOLED LED AMOLED. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, he kept a switch turned on uh, on Breath of the Wild on one particular screen. And uh, yeah, he's, oh, he left it on for like 300 hours. Why would you do that? 500 hours. And he's gone, it's, it's burned in. Was like, it on oh, purpose? It. Yeah, he did it on purpose to test it out. I thought you were going to say he did that so he could have it like as a little picture. <laughs> a little art piece. Like people yeah. have a uh, people have a, um, a, a fireplace on the telly. <laughs> you used to, be able to do that, didn't you? Turn well, it onto okay. a little fireplace setting. So it looks like you've, if, you're, if you're entertaining yeah. and maybe you haven't got as, you know, you haven't got a fireplace, flip the fireplace setting on the telly. 
Yeah, so you got a sweet I, I, have, I have seen some some sort of people who have those tellies on the wall that are like kind of they look like um, paintings, but they're just static. It's just static, like really nice LED panel. Uh, that that you press a button and suddenly turns into a telly. You're like, wow! I didn't even realize that was That's a fucking nice. telly. That's nice. Yeah, photo frames as well, isn't it? Photo frames. Yeah, there's this. Uh, there was this one that was on, available on uh, Facebook Marketplace. Someone was selling, uh, which was a vertical TV. Right. And like that. Yeah, like that. And at a press of a button on the remote, it goes flips boom, it around, flips it around, sort of thing. So it like conserves space. You could just have a little picture on there. You can uh, stream content from your phone. It's someone's, amazing. Someone's stuff. trying to ring you, by the way. Oh, who's trying to ring me? Uh, Who is it? No, sometimes. Oh, WrestleMania starts in uh, now. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's a reminder. It's a reminder. Okay. Yeah, it's, um, whenever you're unavailable, my phone lights up, says Luke unavailable. I don't know how to turn it off. I'm quite pleased about that. Yeah, nice to know you're unavailable. Oh, it doesn't happen very often, does it? Don't even try. I'm always available, baby. I'm always oh, on, baby. I'm available. I'm off to the... Um, I'm actually off to the... We're recording the show a little bit earlier than, the, than it, when it comes out. Yes. I'm actually off to the Norfolk Broads on Friday. Oh, beautiful. Tomorrow, yeah. Well, beautiful not, well, won't it be? Stuff. It'll be the Friday before this comes out. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I've never been there before. You've been there? Uh, Norfolk Broads. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> you okay? No, not. <laughs> um, No. Have I been there? Where's the Norfolk Broads? So it's like an expanse of Let's water quite in Norwich, in Norfolk, Norfolk funnily enough, Broads. and you can hire a boat, rent a boat. What? And go and spend some time out on the, out on the water. Oh, no, I haven't been there. I hope it's going to be a bit like the Egyptians in um, Philip Pullman novels. Right, okay. Where yeah. you can kind of cruise around. God, there's a lot of... That's, what's happened there, then? Probably left over from the Ice Age, is it? I, I know, know, but look at it, though. It's just massive really sure. bits of water. Oh, by the, the way, middle of nowhere. speaking of that... Um, playing we, at Norfolk Broads. A couple of people sent in a... Um, Sorry, wait, I'm following this Norfolk Broads. I'm going through Brampton. Okay. Berg. It's like Alan Partridge. Ingworth. Thet- Thetford Forest. <laughs> Itteringham. Little Barningham. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I said about my friend Phil, yeah. who um, saw what Got he saw hotel. in Loch Ness. Yes. A couple of people sent an um, explanation. Will penis. Yeah. Will, Will penis, penis flopping about. That's a bigger story. Jackass. That's even Will a big, version. There's a big whale in, the, in Loch Ness with a gigantic penis. Yeah, and it's, it's a normal sized penis. But for, for the whale. For the whale. But for exactly. you and I, it's a big penis. I wouldn't like to take it on. Get that between two bits of plastic yeah. resin. <laughs> Get- <laughs> Yeah, and your endoscope. You, if you got, if you got, if you got that between two bits of plastic resin, you could probably do a, a kind of penile bridge across Loch Ness. You could. It'd be like that big one that connects Sweden to Norway, isn't it? Yeah. T- was it a tunnel? Is that, is that, is that made <laughs> of meters? <laughs> That's the technical something. term for the shaft of a penis. A meters. A meters. Yeah. yeah. Not in my case. M e a t u s. Anyway, so Norfolk Broads. It'd be a lot of fun, won't it? You get on a little boat with your pals and have a few beers and play Beautiful. some board games. And... Fantastic. Who are you going with? Who are you going with? Just your mates. Dan, Dan Tommy, Tommy, Duncan and Jimmy. Duncan and Jimmy. All yeah. the Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it should be fun. Fantastic. Uh, I'm, I'm going for a, a little a little set to in uh, Milan next weekend. Who, uh, who with the part that you've got access with to? With Al. Who? Quantum Computer Al. Born, computer, quantum Computer Al. Yeah. He uh, was born in Italy. Gives all kinds of big licks that he knows how to speak Italian. We're calling us bluff people. We're about to find out. Yeah. And and don't tell him, but I'm, I've made a t-shirt, right? Yeah. Like a, like a shit stag do t-shirt. But it's him and Captain Tom on a t-shirt. He gets so embarrassed easily. I'm just going to wear it around town <laughs> in house space and Captain <laughs> Tom on it. just the two of you? Just the, no, no, no. There's a couple of others. It's just, it, I Captain keep, Tom t-shirt. Captain Tom and Captain Al together at last. So you haven't heard from Al for the last couple of weeks because he's been like 24 hours on Duolingo. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Yeah, chickens are about to come he, home and he did. Room. He did the weekend. Got Pete, you have to know. 
He, he tried to get away with like a Dwight Schrute, oh, my German is pre-industrial and mainly oh, so religious. I understand it, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you reckon, <laughs> you, do you reckon he'll be able to, what you do if he actually best, is... Well, the, the, I think the last Italian conversation he had was with an Italian uh, pizza uh, proprietor down Holloway Road on the phone explaining that the pizza had come back uh, in the box uh, all sort of bunched up and all he could say was the pizza is a ball the pizza is a ball <laughs> that's what you need all you need do you know what I've got a funny there's a funny story about that so I can't I've got to try and tell the story about naming names because I don't want to betray someone's confidence but let's just say there was a guy mm. who was purporting to be a um, Italian football expert Okay. okay. Yeah. And now people are going to listen and go, well, you're talking about James Horncastle. I'm not talking about James right. Horncastle. He is an Italian football expert. Yeah. He does speak almost flawless Italian and he spent plenty of time living in Rome and around mm. Rome. So it's not James. You do uh, not get a haircut like that without being in Europe exactly, for that exactly. time. Yeah. Uh, and his wife is a, is a, is literally a, a scholar of like Roman history, mm. um, a PhD and all sorts. They, those guys are the real deal. It's not them. I know why people think it is, but it isn't. Anyway, no. this guy, he was, when football, Twitter was bubbling up and people were kind of saying, oh, this is a whole new way of being a football expert. Right, yeah, yeah. And the best ones of those, I guess, broke through into the mainstream and the rest of them were just fucking left where they were. <clears throat> this guy claimed to be uh, half Italian, spoke perfect Italian, mm. was based in Italy mm. uh, and was going to all these games and everything. And um, people started to suspect that it may not be the case. <laughs> and one um, quite... Um, enterprising kind of investigative I mean basically these people are journalists right so they're trying to find stories yes. so they're going to better get to the bottom of this one I'm sure mm. and they did and to cut a long story short one of them called his uh, phone which is purported to be like an Italian phone mm. uh, and it just forwarded to a uh, <laughs> a woman who turned out to be his wife mm. answering from like Yorkshire in a really broad like <laughs> Sheffield accent or something and uh, it turns out the whole thing was a complete facade complete ruse and that links back nicely to our small town bullshitters from last Monday yes and who was that footballer was it, was it in oh god not Yerry Mina obviously there was a footballer in uh, Australia who sort of pretended that he was a football expert oh football. Nelly Yoa Nelly Yoa he don't mention him because every time we mention him he fucking gets in touch <laughs> gets into slices let me call DMs. the show and tell you my side of the story what the story is that you're not a footballer and you said you were. <laughs> what, what's possibly going to be, what's going to be the the ingredients into your side of the story that are yeah. going to make that difference? He's just a vibe merchant. He makes he makes the dressing room great. There's nothing wrong with good teams, have it? Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I basically did that when I played out in New Zealand. Can never get in the team. They like Still to have around, me around. Yeah. They like to have me around. Yeah. Told some stories. Now I don't believe it. Had a beer. <laughs> Ten minutes from the end of the game, if we were winning, I'd come on. Fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. I know my role. <laughs> anyway, Peter. Um, so you're off to Milan. Anything particular you want to see? No, I was given. I was like, "Look, lads, I, I'll go anywhere. I don't. I, I don't really want to go to Naples again because obviously, like, we've been. I've been like three times now. I said I've not been to Milan. I'll happily go to Milan. And then I was like, "Hang on, have I been to Milan?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I looked at my iPhone. Picture me in Milan. Oh, going, duh, 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 duh. Well, you were a bit of a European city break guy, weren't you? A European city break. I forgot them all though. Yeah, could rediscover them. How many lads are going with you? Uh, just three. Uh, Airbnb's got very expensive. We're going to hotels. We're oh. going back to the hotel, the, the Commoner Garden Hotel. Uh, the, the, the Airbnbs are too expensive. Mm. I'm going to Portugal in June. Right. To With a couple of my, few of my friends. Mm. I haven't seen a lot of them for ages. It's going to be great. And we're going to an Airbnb. And uh, they've got a mechanism in the Airbnb. I was checked out. So they, I said, I'll, I'll definitely come. They invited me. I haven't seen them for ages. I said, mm. yeah, I'll definitely come. I love it, yeah. Whatever it is, I'll mm-hmm. come. Yeah. And um, I booked the flights and everything. 
And then after I'd booked it all, they sent me the Airbnb links, like, in case you want to see where we're staying. Yeah. Looked at it. I noticed in the Airbnb write-up, and I've only ever used Airbnb once, ever, to yeah. go to Devon, yeah. and it was fine. Um, the Airbnb, in this case, has got a mechanism in the house that if the noise reaches over a certain amount of decibels, oh, nice. it cuts Someone... all the electricity. That's so clever. So it kills the stereo, basically. That is beautiful. It says in the, we're in a residential zone, you can't make so much noise. after, And they only activate it after 10pm. Yes, okay. You can do what you want before that. Yeah. Uh, and I just thought that was really kind of clever. Mm. But it's not that clever because I remember I used to run a club night at the Windmill in Brixton. Mm. For those people know, are listening who know London... Brixton, South London, you know, you know yeah. what, what I'm talking about. I've been in a few like nights where you can see the monitor sort of going over. Oh, mate, I, I, it's really annoying. Me and my friend Duncan, who's coming to the Norfolk Broads with mm. me, we used to book artists, uh, and we went through a phase of booking like quite noisy punk, punky kind of electronic bands. Do you remember the Sunshine Underground? Yes, we booked them. Right, great lads, really great show. They must have tripped the decibel meter in the in the venue four or five times. <laughs> have you ever been there when that's happened? What Everything happens? shuts off. Everything just shuts off. <laughs> And you just hear a ah. bring, 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 like that, <laughs> and then they have to fire it back up again. Don't do that again. And then if it happens again, it happens again. So right. it's, it's, the technology has existed for a while. Yeah. Oh, fascinating. You love a bit of that, don't you? I, I do because I'm usually the one booking the Airbnb, really. So mm. if it gets too loud, yeah. But it's become too expensive now. Yeah. They're, 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 in, in kind of like more cities, there just seems to be people are sort of going, oh, I'm skint. <laughs> Can I have some of our money, please? <laughs> we have been, I think we've been sponsored by Airbnb at some point in the past. So we should yeah. probably say, you know, look, maybe there's another side to the story. Maybe there has. <laughs> probably isn't. Yeah. Uh, let's have a break. When we come back, we're going to do some more emails. And before mm. we do that, we're going to do some battery brands. So very exciting. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you in a minute. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Peter community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas. And I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to their St. Patrick's Day episode. And I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right? He used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light your dickhead. We're back with Luke and Pete Shaw, part two. And since it's a Thursday, we basically talk about batteries for about five minutes yeah. in the email section. Uh, what's been sent in this week? 
You're Weird. doing it. I'm searching, right? All right, then. Okay. I'll do that, then. Uh, Sean Walters uh, has... Uh, it, it's his second time emailing batteries. Uh, I have Dicky Toys and Kiddyland. <laughs> right. I think Kiddyland... Kiddyland's a, a toy shop in... Uh, Harajuku in Japan so maybe there's a connection there I don't know uh, Sean says keep the good work or shall I say shambles yeah so say five, you're Sean. the fifth person to send in Kitty Land Kitty sure, Land I'm afraid I'm also the other one Dicky Toys Dicky Toys D-I-C yeah so you're not the first toys. person to send those in either Joshua our friend Joshua sent those in oh, Martin Joshua. sent those in so you're at the very least the third person to send those in. So Never mind. Thanks for your effort, Sean, but you're not quite there. That'll teach him for calling us a shambles. Uh, I'll tell you Swansea. what, though. Producer Rory's had a massive pop at Sean here. Sean yeah. also sent two other batteries in, New Leader and Vinny. Absolutely not worth mentioning. <laughs> so much shade he's, being thrown he's, in. His head's, in the, head's on the beach, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Bailey from Kansas City. Hello, Bailey. A feeble attempt at finding a new battery brand, uh, says uh, producer Rory. Um, <laughs> Luke and Pete, I'm writing to you with minimal hope that I've located a new battery brand. I will admit my hopes were high when opening my new Bluetooth keyboard and finding a GP alkaline. Oh, now, get out. I mean... Get out. Good God. GP alkaline seemed to be included with all new Logitech products. Uh, I thought about not even sending in this feeble attempt. You shouldn't have done, to be quite frank, because GP... One of the most popular brands we've had on this show. I think possibly the most popular brand, because it's in all of the Samsung stuff as well, isn't it? GP Ultra, I think. GP Alkaline. 32 times. But then, <laughs> it's I, been sent in. but then I remembered what my grandma said every time she'd buy a lottery ticket. You can't win if you don't play. She even won $100,000. So maybe I can find a new battery brand. Same thing, right? Well, you know, steal some of the money. Buy some cheap Chinese electronics. From, you might find a new one. Yeah, from you Alibaba. Are the, you're the 33rd person to send those in, I'm afraid. Unlucky, Bailey. Bailey. So it's no Never good, mind. I'm afraid. Uh, Lars Ellis, are new players in museums permissible? Good afternoon, guys. I mean, let's see. Emailing in to see if batteries uh, that uh, to be found as museum exhibits are permissible to be entered as new players. The story is uh, that today I was exploring these sometimes quite baffling layers of the term modern and came across an exhibit of items found down with it by the riverbank in circa 1999 next to the Tate modern building among this collection is a set of Woolworths high power plus double A batteries of all places as part of the uh, exhibit can I submit this as a new player I do understand that there's a previous rule in place stating that branded batteries are not to be uh, accepted however my argument here is that the brand no longer exists this could somehow circumvent this rule as the batteries are no longer to be sold in shops furthermore I would put it to you that batteries are so significant that they are an exhibit uh, in an established London institution, the Tate Modern. These batteries should be accepted on the grounds of historical significance. Please find picture attached, uh, attached Lars Ellis. Now, I would say that you have to own the batteries. Yeah. You have to own the batteries or know someone who owns the batteries. You can't just walk, you can't just go on a website and go, look at this battery we haven't featured. Or you can't go to a museum and go, look at this battery we haven't featured. Yeah. You don't own that. You have no stake in it. Yeah. I want you to have skin in the game. I think, you, that. I think it has to be in an item of electronics that you've either owned or at least had access to using. Right, yes. So, you know what I mean? Airbnb. That's if you're fine. in Airbnb and there's Hotel an air, air conditioning uh, control and there's a battery in there, you can have that. And I think ultimately what I would like also, to, I agree with you, Pete, but what I would also like to say is mm. um, that, I mean, it's all well and good, but Andrew Jones has already sent them in before anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> he sent them in on the 10th of September, my friend. Oh, so well, you are not even a new player, even while trying to circumvent all kinds of archaic <laughs> rules and finding <laughs> loopholes. I admire yeah. that. I like the conversation around it. We must have rulings on these mm. types of things. However, Lars, 
to get yourself even out the starting blocks, my friend, mm. it needs to be the first time we've seen it. All right, and on this stuff. occasion, it isn't. If you've got any battery brands that you've found in stuff, hello at lukepeachshow.com. Luke, can I throw at you uh, a little uh, email from Ollie? Please do. Lovely. Hi, Luke and Pete. This might be very boring, but I just listened to your podcast where you mentioned the t- channels like Dave TV and how they make any money, especially around original series. I did a bit of digging around this a few years back. I know I'm very dull. And it turns out Dave and other UK TV channels, Gold Drama Yesterday, are all owned by BBC Studios, a subsidiary of the BBC. It seems then that the BBC is selling their programmes to themselves to broadcast on commercial TV. This gives them additional revenue uh, stream or a uh, additional revenue stream away from the traditional licence fee. I don't know whether that's any interest to you, but uh, here we go. Uh, It reminds me very much of my dad sending me a childish drawing, uh, a meme that he forwarded on, of Mm. a, (laughs) uh, um, a, a car... A drawing of a car, yeah. and then on the top of the car attaches sort of a big arm, and then a magnet, so that the car would be attracted to the magnet and therefore uh, have some kind of level of perpetual motion without oh, right. using petrol because the the car is metallic uh, and the magnet is is, is obviously um, attracting that metal. Why doesn't that work? It's like a self licking lollipop, right? <laughs> self licking lollipop. Yeah, perpetual motion is impossible, isn't it? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of people over the years who've claimed, particularly in Victorian times, to have invented one. Yeah, it's quite a fascinating part of history, really. People... Imagine if someone could unlock that power, though. It would be good. Maybe with a quantum computer. Uh, speak to Al. Is he taking it with him to Milan? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, no, I, I do think, I mean, to be fair to Ollie, I do think that's quite interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, and that makes perfect sense because mm. obviously they're always looking for new revenue streams. Yeah. What I would say, Ollie, keep it under your hat. Don't tell Nadine Doris because if she finds out about this, she'll yep, uh, soon downstream. Yeah, she'll, yeah. She'll, she might want to downstream some movies <laughs> and uh, then we'll all be in trouble. Uh, that's yeah. a very localised joke. I apologise for that yeah. uh, to our international listeners. Um, on that note, Peter, I think it's probably about time that we say goodbye. I think I... we need a gal We've got things to do, mate. You, well, you've got to do WrestleMe. I've got to do WrestleMe. <laughs> on my phone, yeah. <laughs> and I've uh, got to go and do some other stuff. I'm oh. not allowed on WrestleMe, am I? So. Well, I, 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 we haven't watched um, day two of WrestleMe in yes, 38. I haven't watched any wrestling. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I just remember about the calendar. I did put my endoscopy on the um, uh, studio bookings uh, on Friday. <laughs> So, yeah, we, so people we, we, can, we're so people can, about that. So people can be, so people are like, why is Pete putting an endoscopy? Yeah. Why is someone having an endoscopy in the studio on Friday? I mean, if you are having it in here, make sure you've got the Record it, yeah. yeah. for sure. Well, I mean, you've got to figure out which one it is. Up the bum or down the throat? Down the throat's <laughs> fine. Down the throat's fine. <laughs> Up the bum or down the down throat? throat Rory yeah. knows what to name this episode. Yeah. Um, and I was just going to finish by saying that we've got a lot of wrestling fans among us are stable because Adam from The Offensive is a huge wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a couple of guys in the office are. You could do a big, like, super group kind of I show. Think, I, I think you forget that um, it's always like people have sort of kept up knowing about uh, wrestling. They're always like the the clever people, I think. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you being serious? What do you mean? Well, Mark's quite clever. What do you mean? That's what I mean. They're well, always the clever you're people. You're not clever. I, 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 I'm not saying I'm a wrestling fan, am I? I am now because yeah. I've got. Oh, you are it, quite but, clever in a, but, in a different way. But, but, like, it's always the clever, intelligent, funny people, I think. But you're clever because you can. Fix this studio, and I don't even know what you're doing. But right. you're the same, but you will also oh, leave. Don't your... know this studio. <laughs> but you will also leave your I'm glasses in the back of a taxi. I'm having a right. Yeah, I need a book. How do I get new glasses? I'm not done it for like five years. We'll see you next week. Thanks very much for listening to the Luca Beach Show. If you like the show, please do leave us a review on Apple or wherever you get your podcast. It does really help. Us oh, I've got so much stuff to do. And on that note, we're going to. Ah! Get 
Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll leave, I leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is <laughs> a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yep. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead.